we're going to explore this driving power of thirst that pushes us, pulls us through life, creating tremendous unnecessary suffering, sometimes very, very subtle, sometimes gross. And we'll begin with this organismic thirst for pleasure. Wow. How does it pull? How does it pull? How does it lead you around? pleasure associated with eye and ear, the pleasures associated with bodily sensation, smells, tastes, the pleasures associated with the mind, thoughts, and the body-mind of emotions. And this perhaps very special case, just by virtue of its power, of the pleasure, pleasures of interpersonal contact. So many, so many pleasures. It's like a, a life at a buffet. And, of course, the ending of pain is pleasurable, just as the ending of pleasure is painful. So we don't want pleasure to end, and we do want pain to end. And so we have all the strategies associated with avoiding pain is also part of the hunger for pleasure. whether it's relational pain or just bodily pain or discomfort. Nice down jacket on a cold day. Could be very simple. Could be very innocuous or very destructive. But if you just touch the basic dhamma of this thirsting, hungering, longing for pleasure, and in the pause, touch the sense of the wanting, of the thirst, which is to say, it's not just a list 
of your favorite foods that you're about to recite, or your favorite alcohol or drugs, or your favorite forest, or your favorite person. In the pause, touch down into the sense of thirst, the sense of wanting. How does it drive? How does it make you do what you do? How does it push the life? Tanha was the Pali for it. Tanha is the thirst, the hunger, the kama, the sense pleasures. First speaker, take your time. Let the meditation practice support you as you touch that which could draw the mind over or push the mind away. Find the balance here where mindfulness knows the actuality of the human experience, doesn't avoid it. Pause. Relax, receive. Benefit from the relational practice with open. The not knowing of trust emergence. Listen deeply, speak the truth. hunger for sense pleasure. Now a new speaker and listener. The contemplation remains the same. presenting to the mind this Dhamma, this wisdom. Of the thirst for pleasure, sense pleasure that drives this life, remembering that sense pleasure includes the mind, yeah? Constant seeking, perhaps, little decisions, big ones a personality, a lifestyle gets born, a self, me and my pleasures, my house, my garden, my friends. Taking your time. A few words of truth are far more powerful than a f many, many words of habit. There's no rush.
pausing, relaxing, allowing. You can now release the form of taking turns as you continue to explore this thirst, this fuel for a life, going from one wanting to another. And again, you're invited to support yourself with your meditation practice. Let the pause really do its work. Pause, relax. As you meditate together, We're going to now contemplate the hunger for becoming, the longings of the self to be, to feel like something, to have a sense of stability, substance, and how the life is built around this urge, this drive, this force. How do we become? How does this sense of self not just get built, but constantly get rebuilt, buttressed, added to? Do We identify with our activities and our successes. Do we identify and take as self our significant others, the beautiful things that we make or the life that we craft? How do we become relationally? How do we form and feel secure in this self when you see me? So am I the dancer, the teacher? Am I the good Buddhist? Do I become when I, when others say, oh, you're so good at that. And then we strive to receive that kind of praise that stabilizes the self. We work harder, we perform better. Or perhaps the I becomes 
when others see this form, this body, this beautiful body with its shape and its sexuality. Perhaps I want to sustain that sense of me and I'll do various exercises or dye my hair or put on makeup or go to the gym and want to make sure that I get seen. Oh, wow. He's handsome. She's beautiful. Ah, the self hears that and satisfied. Or perhaps it's the bright red car. Or perhaps the long-term meditation practice. Oh yeah, I've been meditating 30 years. Wow, you must be really something. And the becoming is right there, just poof. I am, I am that, I am the meditator. Our intelligence, our cleverness, the quip. Let me tell you this great joke. And you laugh at it and I am. My strategy of making you laugh is a way, not just of the generosity of, I want you to be happy, of course that's mixed in, but also see me, hear me. I become with my significant others. I am a father, I am a mother. And the success of the child is my success. Wanna see my pictures? I'm also a grandfather. Did I tell you that? <clears throat> Want to see those pictures? <laughs> so understand that these manifesting of these uh, actions from the urge to be, to become something, to be seen, to exist, <clears throat> It's not something we call bad. We're talking about looking at the longing and how does it feel? What's the experience of going for the next cookie? Going for the next glance, the next uh, compliment. Because this same longing to be seen produces beautiful things in life as wealth, actions where we may, let's say, visit a friend in the hospital uh, at a time that was really inconvenient for us, but we really care about the friend. It's a great, generous thing. And then the next day we happen to tell our friends, and I visited the friend in the hospital and it was really hard to do, but I did it. You know, it's kind of all mixed together. We make a beautiful work of art and we're motivated by whatever the intrinsic value of that is. And by the way, did you see my beautiful work of art? And it got a great review. Want to see my review? Come look at me. I am. The urge to become, to be something, 
the constant drinking of the glance of another. See me, see me. Again, in the pause, the power of mindfulness can be present with what's arising and the concentration, the steadiness, the tranquility, even some balance to be present with it as it unfolds and touch underneath. Speak the truth. And of course, the becoming is happening now. So it's here and now. No need to take turns. We're in this shared human experience together. This bhavatanha, the hunger, the thirst for becoming. Listen deeply. Speak the truth. what's known in the pause. In this Baba Tanha, this thirst to become, to exist, we find perhaps the source of strategies of personality, my ways of being seen. The things I do and that I identify myself with, they feels like me, my hobbies, my career. my religion, my country, my body, my home. support you and let your partner's pause support you as well. There's no rush. third hunger is that <coughs> for non-becoming, for escape, for getting out, 
it's all too much. The strategies of escape from life, not just through blatant addictions, but through distractions, ways of pasting over our sensitivity, a fear of becoming, a fear of existing, of being, of being seen, fear of intimacy. The organism just vibrates, it's too much. We close down. And the strategy may be obvious in to the outside world where there's a kind of withdrawal and we see this, or perhaps there's a very uh, strong persona behind which all of the hiding. And this is, of course, coexisting and moving around and with the urge to be seen. See me, see me. Okay, that's enough. Back up. The strategy to become through, let's say, fame, and then we want our privacy. All these things are mixed up. But touch the sense, the thirst to get out, for invisibility. The allure of intoxication. Ah, get out. the allure of meditation as a kind of bypassing, escape. Existence, non-existence. Building a life that has escape routes Plenty of escape routes. Shame, <coughs> self judgment, doubt, all arising from this. I better not be seen. I'm not good enough. I'll be hurt by the too muchness. And so we build a life like that. How does this drive the life? How does this form the life or form the self, the me? Touch underneath again. Let your practice support you. Take your time. Let, let that pause and relax really inform you. And when you open in that moment, 
Does the mind, does the heart open completely? And here you have it right here. Maybe there's a pulling back. Oh, it's too much. Oh, maybe it's okay. Oh, maybe it's not. Right here. In this emergent moment. Let this practice support you. <clears throat> little more time with this contemplation and you're invited to remember that pause where the awareness can become like really present with the emergence of what would be known. <coughs> Dwelling with and receiving and being with the other in uh, a way that sustains that quality of investigating this hunger for non-becoming, for getting out, for hiding, disappearing, not existing. A little bit longer. Perhaps, perhaps this can be understood as a beginning, not an ending of the understanding of tanha craving and if you care to thank your partner for the practice mm -hmm. opportunity and then in closing we'll just gather in the circle for a moment thank you very much thank you, thank you mike thank you, yeah it's nice to be with you we haven't really talked too much yeah so point out Lynn. He's wearing a purple shawl. Thank you. Yeah. Great, thank you.